Welcome to My Take On It with your angelic karma. If you are interested in sharing your story in a future broadcast, send an email to yourangelicstories at gmail.com. Here she is, folks, your host, the one, the only, the all so beautiful, your angelic karma. And this is actually the morning ramble. And, you know, I, I have I always forget to play this intro for my take on it. That's how everybody's supposed to distinguish the two shows. The Morning Ramble is his own show. My take on it is also its own show. And it's the one that has the intro. This is The Morning Ramble. And yesterday, I made a video... For the new YouTube channel, and it was called Southern Etiquette. And I was talking about the South. It was a short video. I was talking about the South and some of the habits of the South as it relates to upbringing. The title of today's show is Have We Become a Product of Our Upbringing? And is that a bad thing? A lot of people talk about it as it is quite negative. A lot of people talk about the past and history as if it's the worst thing that you should want to be associated with. Even your own past. <laughs> Even history as it relates to the United States. <laughs> like every, nobody can find anything good in anything. And, you know, so I was, I was, I made that show yesterday. I was laying in the bed this morning and... And I was thinking, you know, I, I was laying in the bed. I laid there a few minutes away, and I was thinking that there's nothing like your mother bringing you a cup of coffee in bed. I told the podcast some years ago about how my mother would bring us coffee. Well, she would bring me coffee in bed. I don't know if she brought it to my sisters. I'm pretty sure she did. I was uh, an adult like that, and she would bring coffee to me in bed at her house like that. I would be in the bed. She would bring the coffee. She would always make sure the room, the house was warm and she would bring the coffee in bed. And I was thinking about that this morning. There's nothing like mama bringing coffee in bed. And I, I was thinking in my, in my head, okay, Somebody bring me the coffee in bed. I know somebody's in this house. I could hear the footsteps walking around. Somebody bring me the coffee. And I wanted to taste the way mama's coffee used to taste when she was to bring it. Of course, they would have said, well, what kind of coffee was she making? And I would have answered, hell, do I have to think and pay you like that? I just want to taste like hers. So have we become a product of our environment and is that a bad thing in some cases it might be in some cases it may not be it all depends what we've taken you know from our upbringing or how our upbringing even molded and cultivated us into the people that we are and also what we learned along the way independently you know and with me being from the south and a very proud Southerner. I'm always going to say that, that I'm a very proud Southerner. I love that. I love that I'm from the South. All Southerners are not the same. 
we are quite different. It depends even within this state. It depends on the region of the state. It would also depend on the family. And then that's what you're going to get as it relates to being Southern like that. So I'm, I'm an old fashioned type Southerner. Most definitely. I even mentioned in one of the podcasts about arranged marriages. I most definitely would be one that would not force marriages. Arranged marriages. I'll most definitely be one that, that would be in agreement with that. And those types of things. And even with being a loner, because I am a loner, I've been a loner since childhood. I've always stayed to myself like that. It, we are very picky about who we associate with. And I think that has a lot to do with my what I picked up from growing up. Because as I stated, my father's sister, who's my grandmother's youngest child and only daughter, she wanted... She really didn't want us, even though she didn't raise us, my mother raised us. She was very specific about us only being around family within the small town that I was brought up in. So I I think a lot of how we were being raised magnetized itself to me like that because I grew up a loner. I've always been a loner. As an adult, I'm a loner. I like being by myself. I think I, I think because I've been by myself, that's why I've gotten a lot done in my life now. And I'm very specific about who I allow in, even with friendships. I'm very specific with friendships and who I allow into my life. I'm accustomed to doing everything by myself as it relates to work and finances. I've always done that by myself. I was always taking care of myself, but I, I, I have, I've needed or relied or depended on people for other things. Like if I need to go a far distance and I I want to I want to ride because I like sightseeing, I would have to I would want to I have a driver to do that. Now, if like going out to get things for me during the day, I have somebody that does that. So I do depend on people just not financially. I've taken care of myself financially. But people have to serve some type of purpose. Or what's the reason they're on earth and I'm on earth and we're on earth together? That was a question. So that's the way that my life is. And I think that I'm a very unassuming person because a lot of people, they don't know that about me. I guess you don't wear it or you don't show it or people don't know like that. So in, unless I tell them how I've started, I think in 2021, I start opening up more about my specific life, even though in 2020, 2019, I will be discussing things about my family here and there, about the upbringing here and there like that. Tidbits about my life here and there, but I think people were very unassuming as it to how I am, who I am, and how my life is. And then without me having, and I still don't directly say it, but I open up more than I used to. And I am, and I'm a very not open person. I'm not a person that opens up easily. I'm not a very sharing person. I'm more reserved 
those types of things. And I still don't tell everything. Even if, if it appears that I'm telling a lot, I'm not telling everything like that. Mm -mm. Like that because I'm not that way. So even with friendships, it would I would be handpicking friends based on criteria. I'm I'm not like other people, whoever you laugh with, you assume that they're your friend or you take them as a friend. I would laugh with anyone and, and I could talk to anyone, anybody like that. But from any type of walk of life, I could talk to them. But personal life, me, who I am, I would be hand-picking friends, hand-choosing friends, and they would be like me. Just like everybody else, I guess you choose your friends based on common interests. They have to be like you, like that. Okay, okay, I would do the same thing, but I would be careful in choosing them. I'm not a person that needs people, except maybe to go pick things up for me, and I would be paying them to do that. I, that's what my need that relates to people comes in at. So I don't need friends. A friend would be something that I would have chosen to have. And I would choose them slowly and carefully the way that I make all decisions. I, I make decisions slow. But then if I really want something, I'll quickly decide. But like people into my life, I, I do that slowly like that. Now is because it's not a need. I've lasted this long very well. So I would be hand choosing them hand picking them based on certain criteria as it relates to the type of person that I would want to spend my time with. And it would be someone like me or someone similar to me, the way that you all choose your friends based on common interests. As I stated, they'll be like me. They'll be quite reserved. I would want them to be Southern most definitely. And also are not the same, but have a Southern Southern etiquette, a reserved Southern etiquette like that is the way that I will want them to be, you know? And cause that's what I, that's what appeals to me. That's what I like being around those types of things. I would not want, for example, if, if their background is that when they were in the university, they were the one that was found themselves in a car with someone driving it, speeding down the highway and them naked or drunk, the girl, the woman, naked or drunk with her hands out the window screaming and happy. And then found herself with a penis inside of her. Then one the next morning after she was sober, how that happened, you could not be a friend of mine. I would be more wanting someone, if you're my age, I'm in my late 40s, and you think back to when you were in the university, you were studying, you were working hard, you weren't in the end group, you were quite conservative. And maybe even accused of being boring or the party pooper. Or just not liking people, period, in large groups and crowds. Kind of snobbish, like I am. Well, the way people, no, I'm not snobbish, but still, like that. But, and, you know, and great posture is what the person would have to have, like I have. And, well, I would be choosing them and those types of things.
knows how to speak about current events. I like talking about current events. I would do that on the podcast a lot. A lot, a lot of women don't like that. I would talk about things that's going on in the, world, in the world. I think that any polished woman will be talking about current events and things that are going on in the world. Usually that's just left up to me to the men to talk about, I guess. But I think that women would talk about polished events. They will most definitely also be aware of fashion. Not really into fashion because I'm not into fashion, but be aware of fashion. I grew up, I spent a lot of time around my mother when I was growing up. I, and, and she was a shopper. I was a shopper. I got that from her. I told you all about that. Now, but I turned out to be, so So she would have to be like that. Having had spent a lot of time with her mother, maybe even had spent a lot of time with my grandmother. I didn't spend enough time with my grandmother, I was, which would have been my father's mother. My, my sister did. I did not. My mother's mother had already passed away when I was a young girl, maybe four or five. I, so she would, she would have spent that type of time, maybe around her grandmother, Southern grandmother etiquette. I didn't spend that time around mine. So I didn't learn to do what Southern grandmothers, well, what my grandmother would have taught, which would have been about making preserves, gardening, because that's what she did when she was not working which when by the time I came of age, she had already retired. So it was a lot of time with my older sister, gardening, making preserves, those types of things. My grandmother's favorite, favorite topic was about her family and her family history, which she was very proud of like that. So I didn't spend much time with her. I spent more time, my, my older sister did. I spent more time with my mother. So I turned out which my grandmother was also very conservative. I turned out differently than my sister turned out. I turned out to be the more reserved conservative one that in a different way like that. So not like my mother, different than my mother, but most definitely haven't had spent a lot of time with her own up until I was in my late twenties and left the state, then moved out of the country, then moved back into the United States like that. So as it relates to, I, I, I was thinking about creating a women's circle and it would be women that are like me that talked about that had a certain type of Southerness to their character that is in eight that had a similar upbringing that I did, you know, and talking about with them current events, shopping, etiquette, how the world has changed versus how it was and how we could keep certain things of tradition that are most definitely significant and important alive and well by passing them down like that. Now is the type of women's circle that I would create with hand picking the women and talking about these types of issues and types of things. And some of you may say, well, your angelic comedy is nothing about, well, Melissa, there's nothing about the past 
that should be preserved. Well, as it relates to women, there are a lot of things that should have been preserved. That are now quite embarrassing to women because it was not preserved. Like that. So is, is the way that I feel. And those are the types of women that I would like to have those conversations with. And remember, all Southerners are not the same. You can't look up Southern. And, we and yeah, we call ourselves Southerners because we're Southerners, just like people in the North. I guess they would call themselves Northerners. All Southerners are not the same. As I stated, it depends on the region. It depends on how they grew up. Just how we have different accents also. Like that. So, and I've always described myself as conservative because I am. And conservative, I've always stated, doesn't have anything to do with political party. It has to do with ideology and the way that the person is. And it's obviously not taught. I think is it, I, I, I don't know how it comes about, but like that. And I was thinking about creating a women's circle where we talked about those types of things. Because in the world, everywhere you look, we have where the, I guess the modern woman is represented. And we have those types of circles and them talking about things that are, I guess, mainstream or not related to the past. Okay, I'm tired of seeing that. It's become mundane. It's become, I know what they're going to say. You know, it's probably going to be about them being happy about having some type of high rise apartment in New York. OK, that is like like um, like that's not an aspiration or, you know, it's like, no, is so. No, that doesn't appeal to me is. It does not. It does not. So is a different type of energy that does that is because it, 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 I'm, I'm not going to say it's not promoted or is not enjoyable. I'm going to say th those, these type of women that I'm describing are reserved and probably loners and stay in the background a lot. And they may not speak about, they're unassuming. The way that I feel that I am, still I start directly telling people, okay, I, I feel that they stay in the background a lot as it relates to their thoughts, their opinions, their ideas, their life, how they are, and their traditional way. Their cough way. Is it cough? Cough? Coughed. I, I, people from the South destroy the English language. I don't know what type of language we're supposed to be speaking, but it's like English is not our first language or it's like we just destroy it. Now, is, and there are people that have worse accents than I do. Accents, okay. Now, I think these women stay in the background. People are unassuming about them like that. So, or, or they can make the wrong assumptions. 
these women cannot be very open about their lives. They could be kind of reserved, as I stated, kind of quiet, kind of standoffish, kind of aloof like that. And I think what has turned taken front and center as it relates to women it because is that rise of the free woman is what they would call them that can now dye her half pink because she's free to do so. Well, you've always been free to do that. As long as there's hair dye and food coloring or food coloring, you can put whatever you want in your hair. That's nothing big. Or she's a free woman because she, now she wears glitter hair and glitter nails and glitter clothing so that's something to aspire to. Okay. And now she doesn't have to have a man that opens the door for her. She can kick it down or open it herself. Okay. Okay. We, that's pushed in our face all the time and it's gotten old. It's gotten boring. It was never appealing. It was never anything to aspire to. You're not doing anything great. You're not doing anything that you couldn't have did if you want to do it anyway. And you're not doing anything that has to be promoted or people have to thumbs up you because you're doing it or for you to do it like that. Those are like not great and grand aspirations. Those are not things to aspire to. Anybody could dye their hair pink. Anybody could dye their hair green. Anybody could choose to look like a damn Easter egg by the head. And that's not anything to be praised. That's not making a statement other than you are okay for now and it's splendid and it's entertaining for now and it's trendy for now, but trends go out of style. What stays in style is what is classy and what is classic. So I was thinking about making a women's circle on the pre preservation of that because those are the women that you usually don't hear from because they're not flamboyant. Their hair doesn't catch your attention. Their glitter fingernails don't catch your attention. Their conservatism doesn't catch your attention. Their etiquette doesn't catch your attention. Their Southern roots doesn't catch your attention because everything related to that woman by society has been deemed as negative and bad solely because it's related to the past and not related to what is mainstream trendy and will eventually wear itself and play itself out. I'm, I'm more into the energy of what is classic is like a fine wine. It gets better with age. And what is classy is like a fine wine. It gets better with age. And, and those things can't be, they're not about trend. They're about who the person truly is and they can't be pretended You know, and we have some highly classy, sophisticated women out there. I myself am not one of them. I'm just Southern and with everything that that comes with like that. So uh, that's what I wanted to share.
I'm, I'm Southern, but I'm real and I'm honest and I'm direct. Like that and and those types of things. And, and you know what? I think people don't like that type of energy because you can't pretend it. You can't fake it. You just can't get into it. I think people like more this mainstream trendy stuff because anybody can follow a trend. Anybody can create or manifest themselves in a way that looks trendy, you know, and it's easier to blend into that or be in that. So you have to conform with that. Whereas the other is in eight and there may not be many of those type of women that are around is what I feel that there may not be that many, that many of those types type of women that are around. And with me being from the South and me being African-American and being me being Southern, me being African-American and being this way that I am can come across as strange to people. It's not as strange as people think it's quite common. It's just that whenever people think about the South and they think about African-Americans, the, the conotone is negative and it goes back to slavery. No, there are a lot of African-Americans that were raised differently, that were raised with a type of etiquette that, that, has a that have a southern sophistication and that's the way that they are that's That's how they were raised that's what's innately within them so never get it twisted don't assume don't believe everything you read don't believe everything you hear and don't believe what your mind tells you or what other people tell you because it fits into some type of narrative because you could be deceiving yourself. Get out into the world and meet different people. Some people are unassuming. You have to directly tell them. Because I guess it cannot show. like that okay everyone that's what i want to share today it's hump day wednesday enjoy your day until next time that's my take on that's the morning ramble bye